This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hello, Bengals fans. I am Matt Minnick, and this is Coach Speak coming at you a little later in the week than usual, uh, but at least better than never. You know, obviously, uh, with the Monday night game, bumped everything back and affects everything uh, in my schedule as well as the Bengals schedule. And uh, I'm sure some of your uh, some of your plans were thrown off a little bit as well, uh, staying up late on Monday night. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about where this team is at, what we're looking at heading into this game against the Tennessee Titans. Look, the, the Bengals are fortunately uh, only a game back now. You know, everybody's 2-1. Uh, and the Bengals are 1-2, so, you know, that, that gives them a, a good opportunity. They do get to see all of those teams in the division at least once. They get to see the, the Steelers twice more. Uh, Going to be a real tough one against the Ravens the second time, though, because they're I believe they're on the road in the Thursday night game. Um... So, and if, if I'm not mistaken, I think the Ravens might have a bye week leading up into it too. So, anyway, look at it, that Thursday night is going to be a a tough one for the for the Bengals, uh, and we'll see what it looks like at that point. But probably getting into a must-win uh, type of situation there uh, with where they're going to be at in the conference, and you know what you're expecting out of the Ravens based on what you've seen so far. So, um, I mean, hey, look, it's a uh, it's a real division, right? It's, it's a very, very competitive division right now. Um, you know, you see the Browns doing some things. You see, you know, the Ravens, um, the new offense for the Ravens, better than what I expected them to be. Um, from what we had seen from Monkey in the past, I, I wasn't really keen on the fit. Uh, but so far, so good for them. So we'll see. You know, a lot of times these off the courts kind of fizzle out or a little bit when people get a chance to see who they are. And, you know, with the with the Bengals going against uh, the Browns, going against the, the Ravens early on with new coordinator on defense for the Browns, new coordinator on offense uh, for the, the Ravens, you know, I expect a lot of changes the second time around. Uh, that's something the Bengals are pretty good at making those types of adjustments, whether it's on the fly, but especially the next time they, they see a team. So we'll see how that stuff goes. Now, one team that they, they haven't really had a lot of problems adjusting to is the Tennessee Titans. Um, I, I, I think it's yeah, three in a row. They, they beat them in a playoff game. They beat them um, when they were like a one, I believe. Uh, on the way to the Super Bowl, they beat them. This Burrow's rookie season, and they were looking bad. Um, and you know what? Uh, yeah, you know what? It was, uh, it was 2020, actually. Uh, you know, girls working season, as we said, and, and I remember because we were doing the pregame show uh, that, that we used to do during the during the COVID year. It was our pregame tailgate party since you can go to real tailgate parties. And um, I, I remember on there, we knew four of the five starting linemen were out, and then all of a sudden, Michael Jordan was sick that morning. And I remember laughing and being like, they're going to win the game. <laughs> like, uh, you know, uh, because there was like no pressure on the offensive line anymore. Because nobody was going to expect anything of them with a bunch of backups. Uh, and lo and behold, that's what they did. Uh, and, you know, 
uh, unfortunately, uh, didn't really get the ball going on much for that year, but turn the page, you know, the year after that it did. So, uh, going to this Tennessee team, look, I, I don't like where the Tennessee team is at. I think that team is best when they mirror their coach, his toughness, uh, his physicality, and I, I think they're they're really screwing it up from a front office standpoint in, in getting, I, I trying to be more finesse, trying to be more maybe modern, for lack of a better term. Um, so I don't think their personnel is what it should be anymore. Uh, not, not great in the offensive line. I think it, the, the defensive line should be able to eat uh, against that group. Uh, get in and, uh, and pressure that quarterback, Tannehill, make him make some mistakes, create some turnover opportunities, uh, which is obviously a huge thing for them, huge thing for the way they like to play ball. And, um, you know, that's going to be a, big, a really big piece of it, uh, obviously. But you got to be able to stop the run. you got to be able to stop Derrick Henry. Um, best way to do that really is take him out of the game, get a, get a lead on offense, you know, uh, at, at first and, and force them to put that on Tannehill. Uh, they've also got the rookie uh, Spears in there who was a, somebody who was coveted by a, a lot of Bengals fans uh, during the draft process. Myself included, I uh, was a little concerned by his size, but uh, definitely a guy who can who can do some some interesting things. So now you're looking at this, and, and let's flip it over to their side because they, they really gotta they gotta play with the lead. They gotta start off. They gotta get that Titans team to throw the ball, create some opportunities, really play complementary football in that way. So how are they gonna do that? Well, it's gonna be really tough to run the ball on them too. They got this dude named Jeffrey Simmons, right? And you saw Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald last week. Uh, and Jeffrey Simmons is a young Aaron Donald. Like he's a he's a he's a killer. He is a a bad bad man on that defensive front, uh, in the interior. And Cordell Wilson once again is gonna have uh, you know his his work cut out for him when it comes to stopping that dude. So they gotta figure that out. Um, you know, hopefully Wilson has a bit of a bounce back game, even though it's you know it's gonna be tough uh, against that guy. You know, that's what the NFL is though, right? It's gonna be tough every week. Uh, you know, particularly these two weeks in a row in the, the interior of the offensive line, uh, could have a tough time, and it's going to be tough for them to run the ball. You know, and we've said before, and you know, I think the the format that you play with when you're when you're limited at quarterback, which which they are right now by injury, um, the classic format is run the ball and play great defense. Um, they can play great defense, but you know, it, it's it's going to be tough to run the ball in this situation. Um, so. I could see them getting into a little more of that, uh, even though they've been reluctant to do it. Um, but right now, probably not going to be where they're at. Um, you know, not not a great great setup there. Um, you know, I don't know if the, it, it, the reluctancies because they don't want it, uh, Burrow under center. Maybe they feel limited by the shotgun run. I don't know what it is, but there's definitely some some reluctancy uh, in in that avenue. So, uh, yeah, Burrow's got to get the ball out quick. You know, keep doing the thing he was he was he was doing uh, last week. It, it stinks because uh, a lot of not really opportunities, uh, a lot of opportunities for, for big plays. You know, when you got to get rid of the ball quickly, it uh, becomes very hard to have those opportunities to, to get those uh, receivers you've got open deep down the field, let those playmakers do their thing. Um, very difficult when you, you're forced really to play offense uh, in that manner. So. That comes back to what we said about the defense and creating turnovers, and, and I think that's going to be a big part of it. You know, those are going to be the big plays. They're going to be creating turnovers, getting short fields for the offense. Um, that's just about the only way that you're going to be able to do it 
if you're the Bengals, right? You, you know, you can try and create some things. Um, I know, I know, we have we have feelings, we have feels uh, about the screen game. But I think the screen game can be it. I think they can do some interesting things as they have done with uh, with Chase in the backfield, uh, creating some really good opportunities for them. Um, but it's going to be tough uh, to try and scheme that, try and figure that out, and. Um, I'm sure people will be ripping on Zach Taylor uh, all afternoon for that, but it is what it is. You know, what are you going to do? So, yeah. Uh, now, hey, let's talk about AJ McCarron. AJ McCarron back in the house. Why is everybody so jacked up about AJ McCarron? AJ McCarron had a good run with the Bengals, um, a single good run of about five games. Um, and, man, he got all the hype after that. And, um, as well as you can expect a quarterback to do. But, look, I, I, I like the McCarran pickup. I think it makes a lot of sense for them. And and what I what I think people are getting so excited about is, look, McCarran wasn't destroying people uh, when he when he got it in there. Um, he, you know, he had some struggles uh, at, at different times, and, and, and he was surviving. But then he, he, he found some, some magic. You know, and Paul Daner was talking about uh, Paul Daner and, and Moeger uh, on the podcast. Uh, HPG uh, were talking about magic from the quarterback position and how that's what Burrow has, and that's what you can't necessarily get out of Burrow right now. Um, and I think we've seen it from McCarron. Now he's not that, and he's not on a regular basis that, but we've seen like a glimpse of it. He's touched the magic. Um, that sounded perverse or weird or something, but I don't know. I regret that. Um, edit that shit out. Anyway, um, but he's had a glimpse of the magic. He's touched the magic. He's been close to the magic. He's magic adjacent, uh, you know, feeding off of the magic of, of one Adriel Jeremiah Green, much as Andy Dalton did for years. But anywho... Um, so uh, I think there's that idea that maybe he can create something in there, you know, if, if they're forced to go to him, um, you know, maybe that would be the advantage that, that he could create a big play that, that Burrow can't right now. And, and you know, you've got a guy who's, who's got some experience who, um, you know, is going to take it on the right way. And we've heard him talk as Paul Daner Jr. freaking interviewed him like the day before that he got signed. Good, good job, Daner. Um, but, uh, you know, he talked about how, you know, he's like, he's old enough to kind of get it. Like, you, like you come in there and, you know, the first thing about being a backup quarterback and being on the field is don't screw it up. Like, don't try and do too much. So, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, once they can get him on uh, up uh, to speed, you know, he's a guy that, that makes sense to have in there. Man, it would be a great story. Would it be a great story if, like, if they just need him? to win a game at some point or, or, or to come in there uh, and he just makes something happen and, you know, has some classic play uh, to tee or to, to chase something that we're talking about for years. I don't know. It'd be a hell of a story. Uh, his, his, you know, since legendary standpoint uh, would would just grow. Um, and, you know, like, he seems like a great guy. You know, he's a family guy. You know, he's, you know, playing so his kids can see him in the XFL and stuff. And, um Anyway, could be a great story. Uh, I, I think that's kind of what that's all about. You know, it's not like there's there's a reason not much came for that. Wouldn't it be great if if he plays awesome and then uh, they are able to trade him after all this time, after 
uh, freaking fax machine gate with the freaking Browns last uh, last time around. Uh, they actually are able to to get something for him. That'd be I'd find it amusing. Of course, he would have to send him to the next roster first, but that is neither here nor there. And I am at about the 12 minute mark, just shy actually. But we're gonna wrap this second up. Uh, you're probably not hearing this till the weekend anyway. So uh, hey. Well, let's get get the dub, even it out. I think they got a good chance in the next couple weeks to uh, to get ahead uh, on in the win loss column, uh, and from there, then it's gonna there's gonna be a couple of tough ones in there too, uh, where they really need to pull them out. Um, obviously, you know they're in a situation where they really really need to string together a lot of wins here. Um, so let's see uh, let's see them put a couple together here. Uh, starting with the Titans on Sunday. Hi, I'm Minnick. This is Coach Speak. Who? Yeah.